As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Hype Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. Okay, so here on the adventures of Pipe Man, we're going to switch gears, W4CY Radio, and we're going to bring on a very special guest. Somebody who I am very excited about because he's going to be starting his new show here, right here on W4CY Radio on Fridays at noontime, right after the adventures of Pipe Man. So he's going to have to follow this. (laughs) The poor guy, I feel bad for him already. So I'd like to welcome to the show, Doug Goldbranson. Hey, Dean, how are you doing? How you doing? Did you get a good education there in that first 20 minutes of this hour? Oh, man, you know, you said it right on. Uh, I'm going to have to follow you guys. <laughs> well, well, Doug, it's okay. I've got to do it. I got to do it every Tuesday. So I know how you feel. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was laughing at two things. You start talking about world peace and I'm and immediately Sandra Bullock comes to my mind in that movie where she's sitting there with her hand waving going, I just want world peace. I was just wondering if he was doing the same thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they call me Mr. Congeniality. Yeah. Mr. Congeniality. And then the predictive text. Oh, my goodness. I was driving one day to to clients and I was verbalizing my text rather than, you know, texting because you're not supposed to do that while you're driving. And oh, my goodness. I was so embarrassed what went out. Oh, I bet. Oh, did you? I've done that, too. Well, all I can tell you is I was talking about being really, really frank, frank about something, and it came out with the F word, and I'm going, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny because I do voice to text while I'm driving, but you can't proofread because you can't read it. No. So, like, later I'll look. I'm like, holy crap, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. All right, so my, you guys are all out in Florida, right? Absolutely, except for uh, Rebel. She's in Louisiana in the bayous. Okay, well, my 11-11 wish is that we could have Florida weather down in the valley and snow up in the mountains out here in Salt Lake City area. Well, there you go. Uh, Yeah. How has your weather been where you are? 
You know, it's been really interesting. It's been in the 60s over the last couple of weeks, 50s and 60s, and we're all wearing sweaters and no jackets. It's been amazing weather, and yet it's still snowing up in the mountains, which is great for the uh, potential drought that we're not going to have. But uh, it, it's been beautiful weather. I, I, I lived in Palm Springs for 17 years, and and I miss that type of weather. So this is just heaven for me. Well, you know, it's funny. I was just watching on the news uh, that they were talking about from 2050 to 2099, there's going to be droughts in this country that are going to last like 10 years or something like that. Well, I hope not. You know what I found interesting, though, is the snow that we usually get kind of moved east. So they're getting all the snow, which, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for them. But at the same time, uh, I'm glad we're not getting that snow. Well, there you go. Although I like the snow. I just don't like the 40 below with the, and the wind blowing right through your body. If it were just snow, I'd be fine with it. You know, yeah. And I lived in Tahoe for a while, and that was amazing because they had probably the most amount of sunny days anywhere. And yet it would snow, and it was just a heavenly place to be. Now, see, I couldn't live in Tahoe because I could not live that close to a casino. Well, I understand that. <laughs> yeah. like, like, even like last weekend, okay, last sat- this last Saturday, I went, uh, Michaela, my co-host here, and I, we went to cover RenFest. She left, bailed on me, disappeared, and I'm like, oh, the casino's like five minutes away. And so, yes, uh, my date for Valentine's Day was a blackjack table. That was, and it's the perfect date too. Notice he didn't pick the slot machine. He didn't want to be yanking on anything. No, 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 no. That's that's the Mara Pipeline's job. Wow. I don't you know, my my perfect one was craps table. Oh, when I lived in Palm Springs, and I am not a gambler, and and so when I was in Palm Springs once in a while, I'd head up to Vegas. It was about a four-hour drive, three-hour drive. And I got up there one day and met some buddies of mine, and they had a friend who said, come on, let's go over to the craps table. And I'm going, okay. So we're sitting there, and he says, all right, just do everything that I do, and I promise you, you'll win. And I'm going, really? And he goes, yeah. So all of a sudden, I see him starting to lay down hundreds all of the time, and I'm going, well, I'm not sure I'm going to do that. So I thought, all right, I'll be brave. I'll do 50s. Well, the long and short of it is I walked away probably with about $1,600. In, nice uh, winnings, and of course he ended up with about two to three thousand dollars in winnings, and that was the last time I gambled because when I went and tried it on my own, didn't work. Yeah, well, that's how you get sucked in. You go that first time, like when I was fifteen years old, and and circus, circus for the first time. Actually, funny story. My dad, he would bring us to we we were in Vegas, and he gives me uh, money to play the video games in the arcade. Now, the techie uh, video game geek that I am, I rigged the games in the arcade so I didn't have to pay for them. Uh, Like, uh, there was one game where you tie, I would tie a quarter, tape a quarter to a string, and drop it down in the the hole, in the hole. And then uh, I would just keep racking up games. And then there was this other game that I knew a spot where you could put a penny in, in the hole and bang the hole in, in the perfect spot, and then the penny would go in as if it was a quarter. And then the pinball games, they were always easy to rig. There was a little button underneath the pinball games that you could just rack up games with. So I took the money my dad gave me, and I would sneak into a casino 
kid you not, at this point, I was 12 years old. And that was my first experience gambling in a casino was at 12 years oh, old. Oh, snap. Yep. And it never really worked out well for me since, you know, because, uh, yeah, that's how I ended up getting married the first time was losing oh, money yeah. on a casino boat. And then, uh, yeah, so, but my Valentine's this year was at the, the blackjack table. Unfortunately, they don't have craps. Uh, but... You know, I, it's funny because I was talking to my daughter ahead of time. It's the perfect place for Valentine's Day if you, don't, if you choose it. You don't want to be with anybody except yourself because there's nothing really Valentine's-y going on in a casino at a blackjack table. So it's the one place you can escape from Valentine's Day if you choose not to be in that environment. And, uh, you know, blackjack is a great sport for focusing your mind on only one thing and that is losing your money (laughs) and you know why it's also good for valentine's day because it's the same emotions as love okay so when you're making money it's like the greatest feeling ever and then when you're losing money you got this pit in your stomach where your heart dropped to so it's just like being in love that nobody here has thought of that analogy before no so uh doug Tell us a little bit about you and how you came to W4CY Radio. Well, I am actually a retired dentist. I, um, I went to dental school back at Northwestern University, grew up in Chicago, and uh, practiced dentistry for 21 years. And then uh, because of a physical ailment that didn't allow me to practice anymore, uh, I went back to business school and came out with it as, you know, really deciding that I wanted to do some consulting and some coaching and that type of thing. Well, that's been a number of years ago and uh, have been able to go through a different couple of businesses that I've owned and, and had some fun with that. But 2010, my dad passed away. Great guy. He was 93 years old. And uh, he was a classical voice teacher taught at Northwestern and then at DePaul uh, back in Chicago. And when I went, they, they had a, uh, they actually had a kind of a concert, memorial concert for him. And as I, as I went there and they, they brought in some incredible national, international singers that had been his students. And then in between time, other students would sit and, and talk about him. And, and I walked away from there. At that point in time, I had moved here to Salt Lake City with my daughter. And I was just kind of semi-retired, trying to figure out what I was going to do in life. And I walked out of there and I thought, my goodness, my dad lived an amazing, significant life. Because the message that I got, which was really interesting, and all of a sudden we're changing this a little bit from you know, frivolity to a little bit more serious. But... Uh, I walked away, and here was the message I heard continually from every one of his students. And his name was Norman. They said, yeah, Norman taught us how to sing. But more importantly, he taught us how to win. He taught us how to succeed. He taught us how to live, and he taught us how to love. And as you say, love making money. But I walked away thinking, all right, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Because I got a lot of years. My career was cut premature. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to go back and do something. And at that point in time, I decided to start working with small businesses again. Uh, Ultimately, uh, someone finally wrapped me on the head and said, Doug, you're a doctor. Why are you not working with other dentists? And I go, okay. So I decided that's what I was going to focus on. And a good friend of mine, Terry Levine, who actually has a show with you, Dean. Yes, um, she, she has an incredible show. Every Thursday, the Terry Levine Show, right here on W4CY Radio. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, t- I was talking to her and she says, I've got a guy that you have to meet because he he's just amazing and he'll give you an opportunity to to have your own radio show and and my desire was to actually work on a national basis rather than here in Utah and so uh I called you and the rest is history it's just been an amazing experience up to this point and uh you've been great about helping me to figure out how to do all of this yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun, and you're getting definitely educational experience today because from talking to me on the phone, did you ever imagine the first half hour that you'd be on the radio with me, it would be like that? No, no, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how am I going to duplicate that. <laughs> just be yourself. Exactly. That, the key is just be yourself. Yeah, 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 I can, I can see what you're saying on that one. So tell us a little bit about your show, what can we expect? What I'm going to work on is really helping dentists and other business professionals, uh, small businesses, but dentists, they're a unique group. Uh, I was visiting with a friend of mine just the other evening, and, and we were talking about this concept of dentists and the struggles that they have. And she said, you know, I was up in Park City. She lives up there. And she says, we were having this big fundraiser for our kids in school. And every time we went to a dentist to get a donation – they would say, no, I can't afford it. And, and she's thinking, what on earth is going on? And, and the reality is, is that with the healthcare system that's going on now and everything that's happening, dentists in general are struggling. They're struggling big time because they do not have the business acumen to run their practice as a business. And so what happens is they immediately jump out of dental school. Sometimes they're 300 to half a million dollars in debt. Uh, they ha- and I can speak this way because I am one. But they have a sense that, you know, if I'm a dentist, this is how I need to live. And so they get themselves into a lifestyle that, quite frankly, um, they can't afford. And now they have to work, 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 work just to be able to support their lifestyle. So I've looked at that and thought, you know what? What I want to do is to create a program for them where we can actually create a lifestyle that is meaningful. I, I saw a quote one day, and, and it really hit me strong. It said, there, there's in each one of us a God-given desire to make a difference in the world. And that not only is directed to our immediate family, but also our universal family. And I, and I thought about that, and I thought, you know what, dentists, dentists have the ability with the cash flow that they have to actually step outside themselves and really make a difference. And I know a few back here that are going down to various countries, third world countries, and making a big difference for the people down there. And I thought, this is what I want to do. I want to help these guys, once they get out of dental school, to actually develop a way in which they can have an exit strategy that they're going to live a good lifestyle, but they're also going to be able to live a significant life and touch lives. And I know that sounds a little bit like world peace, but the reality is... Uh, that's something that became really important to me. So that's going to be my goal. My radio show is going to really focus on business and practice management, uh, the best practices, so that they can, as they listen to that, start to get some good ideas on how they can actually um, develop their practice into a business so that they can start uh, saving some money and having a lifestyle. You know, dentists actually, from what I'm reading as I do the research, have the highest degree of suicide among any professionals. Wow. Uh, They have a higher rate of heart attack percentage-wise than other professionals. 
and and I think it has to do with just all of the stress that goes on as long as well as they're kind of in an introvertish type of uh, business. They're looking at that little teeny mouth for seven, eight, nine hours a day. And uh, so anyway, I, I just figured, you know, this is a good way to make a difference. And so that's why I'm doing it. I love it. It's great stuff. And, you know, there's not many people doing what you do. And uh, Dennis definitely need you. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, so it, it it just goes to prove, too, that, you know, you it, you had your career, you know, cut prematurely, as you said. But there was a reason and a purpose and a higher purpose for it. Well, and, and I really believe that. I, I know a number of times I've said to my daughter and my wife, it's like, you know, there's got to be something more. Uh, we, we live our lives, we live comfortably and so forth, but there has to be something more that we can give back. And I think each one of us, as you say, each one of us has our own purpose. Uh, each one of us finds what that happens to be, and it's going to be different from everyone. But uh, at the same time, I think that innately people want to do that. And and so that really is is my focus is just to really help people to understand first of all you know what is it that I want to do, I was working with a dentist over in Sacramento a number of years ago and and bless his heart I was watching him make some of the worst decisions that I've ever seen anyone make and this was a bright bright guy, and one day I just called him up and I said look let's let me come over to your home we need to talk and we spent a couple of hours and my focus was to say what. You know, what on earth is going on that's causing you to make these kind of decisions? And and the long and short of it is we started talking about purpose and what he was trying to accomplish. And I found that, and I have my hand sitting in front of me, and I say, you know, here's where you are. And then I put my arm way up to the side, and I said, and here's where you want to be. And that difference, that gap, is the amount of stress that you're experiencing that's causing you to make bad decisions. And And when I saw that, I realized so many people... So many people are not where they want to be, and they wonder why they're feeling the stress, why they're not happy, why they're not feeling really good about themselves, and it has to do with the fact that they're just not really aligned. So you take that and then apply that into a business sense and help them to realize that if they can align what they're doing eight hours a day with what their real innate purpose is, ultimately they're going to be able to get to the point where they're going to have that real sense of peace and joy and significance in their life because they're going to start touching the lives of other people. Absolutely. And, you know, I said what I did because I'm a firm believer that, you know, you really find your purpose or your higher life or what you're meant to do during the times that you think are the worst times of your life. And, you know, sometimes things happen to us and uh, we ju- we sit there and we can choose to focus on what's happening to us or we can choose to look forward and not look down and keep walking forward, looking forward instead of looking at our feet as we're walking. Now, I have to say, too, that, uh, you know, it- it's tough being a dentist because – you know, dentists are one of the most hated people by 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 customers there is. Uh, you know, like nobody says, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to the dentist. Although I used to because my dentist was my brother's best friend and he used to just load me up on nitrous. So he would just turn the nitrous on, let me chill for a while. And then, you know, he, he could do whatever he wanted. He did. He, he used to do root canal and I would be laughing while he's doing the root canal. So so. I kind of looked forward to that, but without that, 
you know, who looks forward to the dentist? Let's face it. Well, so, you're right. And, and what's no happened? <laughs> no one. Yeah. Well, I was kind of in the same boat. I, I didn't use nitrous. I, I had, when I first started practicing, I, I used nitrous and I really didn't like it. And so I, I had a good what? buddy. Of, uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I had a good buddy of mine that was an oral surgeon that had gone back into cosmetic dentistry. And he was right next to me in Palm Springs. And we were talking one day and I said, so how do you get all of these patients just smiling when they leave? He says, let me show you a little secret. And and so he gave me a little formula of Percodan and Valium. And from that point on, that's all I used huh. was, was Percodan and Valium. And those people would just walk away smiling. They loved me as they walked out the, out the door. And they were just happy campers. So nitrous works for some. Um, See, it'll work for others as long as you're carefully watching it. It'll yeah, I'm more well. of a nitrous person for a couple reasons. One is I hate pills, and yeah. and uh, you know Again, one of the people <laughs> and one of the people close <laughs> to me in my life was a total Valium pill head. So Valiums, you'll never catch me taking a Valium ever, 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 ever. And uh, so, but what I love about nitrous is it's, and to me, it's like the, and the perfect high because as soon as you turn the oxygen back on, you're perfect, you're fine, see you later, have a nice day. It's like you were never high, you know. But uh, yeah, it is to each his own. Some people, I think, probably couldn't handle nitrous because there are, you know, if the person administering it is not careful, you can definitely go off into la la land. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to have nightmares. When I was under nitrous, so uh, that's kind of my experience. Why I didn't do it? Why? Well, anyway, yeah, it's uh, either way. You're right. They don't like to go to dentists. And and what's sad now is is I talk to various dental uh, dentists around my area. Uh, no one is loyal anymore. No, uh, not at if, all. If if they if they see a ad in the paper or wherever that they can get something done for maybe 5 to $10 cheaper, they're going to go to another practice. Which is so ridiculous because, you know, as somebody who has had a lot of dental work, I don't know if you heard earlier, but, you know, I, I, I jumped off a stage and knocked my teeth out. And, and that was like many, many years ago. Uh, so I've had a lot of dental work done. And, you know, there you need a quality dentist, when, you know, the fact of the matter is, is your smile, to me, I think the terms you that, – that, you know, as far as how you look to people, it's not even just the physical looks. It's what you put out there, you know. If you're smiling, it puts out positive vibes. People that don't have good teeth tend to not smile because they don't want to show their teeth. So I, I think – people's self-esteem is drastically different when they have a great smile and that comes from a great dentist personally oh, yeah. yeah no no question about it. when when you consider how many times someone looks in the mirror oh yeah and and if they're not happy or not comfortable with how they look uh it it does go right to the inner portion of self-esteem well, you know what's funny about it is I'm like, thank God I knocked out my teeth because my bridge looks a lot nicer than my teeth ever did. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, I, 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 when I was in high school, I had buck teeth. I, 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 I had everything orthodontia could give you, headgear, chin cup, uh, rubber bands everywhere. Jeez. 
If I knew about this earlier, I would have knocked my teeth out before getting braces and just put in a bridge. It's, it looks a lot better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, well. and, and and I got more nitrous out of it, too. So that was even, it, you know, it's a double bonus. There uh, you go. I, I do have go. a funny story I'm going to share with you that only you as a dentist can appreciate about uh, one of the times on nitrous. Okay, so I told you it was my brother's best friend, and you know I was in my early twenties, and he puts the nitrous on, and he had a, he, I had a high tolerance to it. Like he used to laugh, he used to say, "Between you and your dad, you always suck out my whole tank." Because my dad too, uh, he was he used to go to the dentist just so he could get high, uh, and uh, so, and Chadster knows my dad. Uh, he. My dad's passed now, but uh, Chad knows him, and he's sitting there laughing in the background because he knows that's true. And so basically, uh, at one point, I remember because you had – like I'm very conscious on the nitrous, and you hear that – that's the sound Stop in your head. That is the sound in your head that you have when you're on nitrous, okay? <laughs> Am I wrong? Or <laughs> – yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I experienced. Nightmares. Yeah, no, I hear the, I hear the, and as you get higher and higher, it gets louder. So it starts out like this, and then it goes, and at one point it was so loud, and I felt myself floating into like space. I'm like I'm envisioning, and I'm envisioning like I'm floating away, and. You know, so he starts talking to me, and I can't answer him at this point, okay, because I'm, like, somewhere else. So he notices, and he kicks up the oxygen. But I'm hearing him talk to me. He's like, Dean, are you all right? Dean, are you all right? <laughs> and I couldn't answer. I couldn't even, like, I was, like, definitely somewhere else. And he kicked the oxygen up, and he goes, man, you were pretty effed up there for a second. And it, I was, too. I was, like, I thought I was I thought I was never coming back. <laughs> you know, I just basically floated somewhere, and I thought I was never coming back. But the oxygen brought me back, so that was good. Well, uh, don't you love the fact that you got something over your nose for the nitrous, and then he probably has have his instruments in your mouth, and then he's saying, Dean, are you okay? Are yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, exactly. Thinking you're going to respond. Right. <laughs> yes, it, and it's funny. I remember being on nitrous when I could respond. It was still a major effort to respond. It was like I really had the focus and, and uh, I, I'm even as little as shaking my head it was it like it would take him saying it a couple times and I'm like oh okay I got it now I can do it you know and you're sitting there and like and it's like all of your power to shake your head consciously shake your head because you're not in your conscious mind dun, yeah, dun, dun. yeah it's, it's a pretty amazing experience why become a heroin addict just go get uh, go knock your teeth out and that's no, all no yes. no don't go yeah. knock your teeth out don't. just go do the nitrous and quite frankly that's why i didn't have nitrous in my office too is because at that time there was a lot of stuff going on with the staff sneaking in and coming in and sniffing the nitrous after hours oh i bet <laughs> and it's like okay we're not going to do that <laughs> yeah no if i i couldn't be a dentist that would there just like i can't live in vegas i can't be a dentist okay it just wouldn't happen i haven't had nitrous in quite a long time but you know if, if it was right there i'd be like hmm okay let me lie back in the dentist chair <laughs> well, why can't Everybody you live in dentist? Go through an interview, yeah. interview process. I will not go to a dentist if they do not use nitrous. And see, that's why I broke up with my last dentist. 
when I went through the inter- interview process, and the only reason I had a new dentist is because the old one retired, but I went through an interview process and I asked the very first question, do you use nitrous? Because I'm very... Did he understand what you meant when you said you axed? Asked. Uh, okay. Look, you. I was confused anyway, there for a the second. Is coming for you. <laughs> anyway, so and we went through the interview process, and they said, "Oh yeah, we we use it." I got there, and they don't even know what it is. I'm like, "You people lied." I wouldn't. I wouldn't go any further. It's like, no, we went through this process. You said you use it. You're not touching me without it. Give me go. Bye. I do have so to. So now s- I'm in the process of interviewing new dentists. I do have to say, and I'm gonna have to hook you up with this dentist, uh, Doug. But there's a uh, dentist that we have now here, uh, the new official dentist of the Pipe Man, K.A. Dental. They have two locations, one in Palm Beach Gardens, one in Royal Palm Beach. And I went there, and first thing I asked was for the nitrous. They said, oh, we don't have it in this office. We have it in the Palm Beach Gardens office. And But they said, but I can assure you we can make you blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, because I'm telling you. It was on my chart before that they can't even do a cleaning without giving me nitrous because I would (laughs) – Well, because I get those deep scaling cleanings because of ripping my teeth out of my face and uh, I just don't like it. But I got to tell you, they they gave me nothing and I was good. I was fine. I have one other great story that you'll love, Doug. And then I want okay. you to give out all your contact information, give people some last words, and tell them uh, about tuning into your show and all that. But one time I was going to cover a concert. As, as a radio station, a radio personality, I go cover concerts. You know, uh, so, and so this time. Just stay off the stage diving. Yeah, so this time I'm at the dentist, and they had to pull a tooth. And I asked them, how long is it going to take if you give me the nitrous and the, the Novocaine and all that? They're like, uh, it's going to be like an hour and a half. I'm like, I don't have that kind of time. I have to be at the fairgrounds in a half an hour. There's like, well, that's no way that's going to happen. So I go, well, what if you gave me nothing? No Novocaine, nothing. Well, then you could do it in time, but I would not recommend that at all. And I'm like... Well, you know, but you could do it, right? You could get me out of here. I'm like, I have a high tolerance of pain. I can deal. And uh, the dentist thought I was nuts. The dentist knew me. And the dentist thought I was nuts. I'm like, do it. Said, okay. Well, first of all, it was stupid for him to say do <laughs> say okay. Uh, but, yeah, I did it. Now, Doug, I know you're probably cringing right now because I had a tooth pulled with no Novocaine, no anything can you imagine what happened next you might have been hurting a dentist uh, you know I, I don't know i i had a patient that would self-hypnosis he, w- he was a hypnotherapist and he would come in i would just give him a keyword i did root canals on this guy and he just sat there and let me do root canals oh yeah yeah any anesthetic so i'm assuming you had such an incredible mindset dean and self-control that you didn't feel anything when he took the tooth out well, I did, I did, except... Now, here's the rest of the story. Except 15, yeah. he goes, here, here's some Tylenol 4s or whatever for when the pain kicks in. That's I'm like, all the codeine people. I, I'm like, I'm not going to need that. And I go out to my car, and it hit me. 
And literally, I, t- I took these pills quick, okay? And I literally sat in my car for about 20 minutes to a half an hour waiting for the k- pills to kick in, wanting to – Should have just did the other stuff. I, I, was wanting, <laughs> I was wanting to die. I was begging God to let me die. I literally. That's when you knock back I, on the dentist door. Can you please get me to Novocaine I, now? I literally, I kid you not, I was sitting there begging God to let me die. Okay, and so yeah, that wasn't Unanswered a very prayers. that wasn't a smart move on my part. But we're dying to hear more about how we can contact Doug and how we can listen to his radio show. Well, it's Doctor Doug Radio. It will be at uh, twelve o'clock Eastern time on Fridays. Uh, my website is lifestyledentistry.com for those that are dentists and uh, preferred management solutions for those that are business owners. Other than that, Dean, we're still working on uh, having our website for the radio show, right? Absolutely. I am so excited about your show. And yes, we're going to have a website that's going to be really cool that people can visit for your show. Oh, yeah. But they can listen right here on W4CY Radio right okay. after The Adventures of Pipe Man on Fridays at noon. And Doug... I'm looking forward to us doing a lot of great things together and helping a lot of people. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipeman on W4CY Radio. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.